The One Tough Mother Podcast. The One Tough Mother Show is real talk with special guests, including industry leaders, celebrities, and amazing women who've overcome adversities to work their way to the top and are willing to share their real life lessons. Remember, you don't have to be a mother to be one tough mother. It's all about you. And you're here. Welcome to the One Tough Mother Show. We're here this week. We have a fabulous guest. Rosa Mercado is an amazing, amazing woman. Beautiful plus-size model. Correspondent for um, The Doctors, the show The Doctors, and The Dr. Phil Show. you got to stick around and listen to her. She is so empowering. But before we get to our guest, we have to speak to our beautiful One Tough Mother, Gail. Oh. What did you do this weekend? I'm still working on my painting. Oh, you are? I Great. am. I went and I got more paint supplies. The art supply store. Does so it look cool? It, I want to see it. It's 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 a work in progress. So I promise I'll show it to you as soon as it's done. Oh, stop. oh yeah, yeah. just show us. I understand. Yeah. You know what? I was looking for the exact color red. You know how there's so many different. You colors get something in your head. Yes. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. And it took about I don't know an hour for me to pick this one color red. And it's the <laughs> one That's how I am about things. You get it in your mind, and you can see it in your head. You just can't find Explaining it. Explaining to the woman, like, no, right. it has to. It can't be an orange red. It has to be a blue red. Right. Right. No, right. but that's too blue. It was a whole thing. But anyway, <laughs> I got what I needed. Oh well, we can't wait to see it. And when we see it, we're going to post it on the website. We're yeah. Have to look okay. at it so we can see what it looks like. Absolutely. I'm going to negotiate how much people have to pay for. Oh, here we go. Oh, yeah, are you, babe? Because our I salesperson, <laughs> our, our number one salesperson's in, and Lisa. Tough on Lisa. What'd you do? Okay, I did two things. You're going to laugh, but um, I was writing when I write music because you know I sing. I um I like hum melodies and I say words that just pop into my head. So I started three songs, <laughs> and then did the ma- major work of flipping the wardrobe. Oh, you did and going through everything. Karen can attest because my a bedroom's deal. a mess. But what I also did because I love shopping at consignment shops, I <laughs> have so many things that still have tags on them. They're all in a bag and they're all going. Yeah, <laughs> I made a lot oh, of at least I made a lot of money doing that. I took a bunch of stuff to really? a consignment shop. It's it's great, and I love them because you go to a consignment shop. The women drop them off. They're, they're so wealthy that they only wear them once or twice. If they no, wear I've them. Brand new. some of the best if. stuff at the this right. jacket I got at consignment. Yeah, shop. and, and you wear it well, my Thank dear. Thank you, darling. Yes, yeah, the, it, it's it's awesome. I love that Lisa was Karen's idea for me. Yeah. She told me to do it. Yeah, because I really no, I did it. I made a ton of money doing it. I took a huge bag in there of what I thought was like, uh, I don't know, old kind of stuff. They were like, okay, okay, okay. And next thing I know, she's like, okay, you have blah, 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 blah. And I was like, what? It was really a good gig. Now, we all know what you did this week. Yeah. (laughs) Wait a minute. Seth and I did the same thing this week. But not together. Chicken treat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so high. Karen is the most beautiful witch you've ever seen. Thank you. Yeah. Really hot. Your house is unbelievable. Uh, We had, I had such a fun time. I had, we had, um, Four, I had 400 Kit Kat bars. I gave out a couple of people around. but So 386 Kit Kat bars in a big black cauldron went in one hour and five minutes. That's oh, how many kids. Yeah, that's crazy. They, they, were, they were out in droves. It was like a party in my front yard of kids. Like I didn't even know, like, here, here, here. Thing. And they were, let me just tell you, hands down, nicest, politest. Happy Halloween, trick or treat. Aww. Thank you very much. You're a pretty witch. Is that, and they were so, so nice. We love your house. Really, really nice. Seth? Oh, well, in my town, a guy uh, put on Facebook, uh, he had a video of someone driving up to his house and stealing all his candy and driving away. Oh, my God. So you live in a real friendly town, sides, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm you both sides of that. Oh my God. That's just so wrong. Oh, Seth, but did you took the kids out, right? Yes, I took the kids out. Um, my two-year-old daughter was Minnie Mouse. Oh. My son, my four-year-old was Mickey Mouse, and the 10-year-old was Spider-Man. Yeah, I saw you sent me a picture. They looked adorable. Which, yes. Were you that bald guy with the glasses in the back? That's just me. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, I wore a big wig, I though. thought that was a minion did or you? something. I had a wig. People thought either I was Slash or Weird Al. They couldn't tell which one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hell of a combination, Seth. <laughs> it was a kind of a lot in common if you think about it. But it was what? fun. The kids had a lot of time. Yeah. Did they get a ton of candy? I brought it all here and dumped it on all the desks around the office. Yeah. 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 Sorry, I'm not. the kids are not my friends. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. Hey, pick two things and enjoy them. Yeah. Eat them slow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eat them till Christmas. <laughs> exactly. Give the cookie then. Sugar is your enemy. <laughs> 
Except, you know, I'm, I'm similar to that because with my kids, honest truth, we would have tons of candy left. I take it to work and just like here, just give it out to everybody because yeah. nobody needs that much sugar. But it was the fun was the hunt, like going to get it sugar all right. Treating, yeah. Yeah, that was the fun part of it. I'm always yelling, I'm yelling from the sidewalk, say thank you. My son's like, thank you. No. <laughs> <laughs> I know. that Every parent's back there. Every parent of a little kid's oh, like, wait. say thank you. Oh, wait, wait a second. There was an epidemic going on in my town yesterday, too. What? Red Solo Cups. I think someone had a wagon full of like, oh. people were going, parents were going on drinking. Yes. It. You can't <gasps> trigger yes. your kids trick-or-treating without drinking? Yeah. Oh, my God. No, you I can't. Just, That's just insane. I have my glass of wine on the table, Seth, so stop. But you didn't right go anywhere. Yeah, but yeah, you weren't <laughs> trick-or-treating yeah. with your they wine. They were taking them around the streets they like was, that. <laughs> Bad witch. Bad witch. <laughs> no, if you're home and you're, you had a glass of wine, though, you weren't getting hammered. They were walking no, around I had with to-go cups, wine. is what you're saying? Red Solo Cups. You know the Red Solo Cups. We know what those mean. Yeah, we know what those mean. Yeah, Toby Keith did a song That's about That's so there you tacky. Go. <laughs> oh, so tacky. Oh, my God. I'm just, I'm just becoming an old man or something. You are so old. These young parents, they suck. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Bitter. Yeah. Okay. Give me some. <laughs> well, we've got uh, Rosie coming on, and she's just phenomenal. And wait until you hear. She lost a whole person in weight. She's just That's gorgeous all. and beautiful. Seth, you looked at her 250 picture. 250 pounds. She's gorgeous, yes. Stunning. Well, she's a model. Stunning, she's a model. Yeah. I mean. You can't be a plus-size model and be ugly either. But, I mean, now she, she's even... She's just no, she's amazing. Really amazing. She has an amazing weight loss, but she more than that, her story is just incredible of what she's gone through, how she's done it. I mean, it takes a long time to get to yeah. 410 yeah. pounds, and it takes a lot longer to lose she's down to where she is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And be a mom at the same time. Yeah, and being a mom of three. So yeah. she's an incredible woman. So when we get back, we're going to hear from Rosie. But until then, I'm going to say, come on back and hear us. Wait. One more thing. Oh, here she oh, goes. There we go. Uh, we got somebody else where you can find us. Podsearch.com. P-O-D-S-E-A-R-C-H.com. You all know you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter, but now you can also find us on Podsearch.com. That's right. And Podsearch has been very kind to us. Yes, so they have. Please go to Podsearch.com, look us up, and we'll be back. The One Tough Mother Podcast. Real talk with amazing women who have worked their way to the top and want to share their real life lessons with you. Today's guest is a woman that we admire for her beauty and confidence in front of the camera, but we as tough mothers admire her for her beauty and bravery behind the camera as well. Rosie Mikado is fighting the fight of her life, the fight to get healthy and stay healthy. A few years ago, Rosie, the mother of three, had an eye-opening experience. Weighing nearly 410 pounds, Rosie was instructed by airlines that she would have to purchase two seats to fly. A plus-size model at the time and absolutely gorgeous, Rosie decided to dedicate herself to getting and staying healthy. However, dropping 300 pounds, that's 300, wasn't the only challenge she faced in order to live the life that she wants to live. It's with great admiration and respect that we welcome our friend, a real tough mother, to our show, Rosie Mikado. Thank you so much. I am so honored to be on the show. Thank you so much for just giving me the opportunity and the platform to be able to speak my authentic truth and hopefully you know, the the biggest the biggest objective of this is that we're able together to join together and really inspire other women just to take charge and control of their lives and trigger the life that they want and that they deserve. That is so true. And that's what I um I met you through Alexandra and she was fabulous and she just raves and raves and raves about you. And then when I looked into your story, I was just in awe. All three of us were like, Wow, this woman I mean, tough mother Lisa, tough mother Gail, even tough brother Seth, we were like, Wow, you really kicked it. I mean, yeah. it's incredible what you did. I mean, losing a lot of weight is a huge, huge struggle and it's a lot of work because you have to change your entire lifestyle. Yeah, yeah everything about you and you had to do it publicly because you were a plus-size model tell us about that Absolutely. well you know what I think it's it's um, whether you do it publicly or privately regardless of that I mean being doing it publicly it just was one more add-on because you deal with the criticisms um, that everybody has that everybody has an opinion and has something to say whether good or bad but the struggle itself was emotionally psychologically and and physically because you have to Therefore, every single day, work with your mind on when you don't want to get up and go exercise, when you have to eat, when you're dealing with the cravings, when you're dealing with the emotions, when you're dealing with life handing you just 
all kinds of roller coaster rides and and more than anything doing the work itself being disciplined that it's a day by day because you could do it for a week and then give up and i've i've been on that path you start you stop you start you stop and then you get nowhere and the frustration really kicks in so it really is about self-discipline understanding why you're doing it um, understanding the transformation that you want to create understanding that the beauty comes from within that it's not about it's not about so much the way you physically look it's not about a size it's not about a weight it's about finding that place where you're comfortable yourself where you're living a life that's authentic to your true self that goes with your values you have vitality freedom of movement and just new experiences and adventures and that's really what this entire journey has been about and has taught me so much about dedication persistence perseverance and really staying focused and understanding that doesn't matter what anybody says as long as I am happy and I operate from that place and it's going to be a blessing to the people around me it's it, that's the truth and you know what I've said this for years and I, I'll say it all the time anybody that speaks to me about this you're the easiest person in the world to lie to yourself you really are yeah. you can wake up in the yeah. morning and go oh, I'm not feeling good I'm not doing it oh, I'm tired oh it's cold oh, out. you can make all the excuses yeah all the excuses in and the you world. can believe it right you believe yourself I mean that's but the way at, it rolls but at the same time at the same time when you believe all, all that BS when you're telling yourself all that you're also telling yourself you know what I'm not capable I'm not worthy um, I don't deserve it like you start coming from a place not a true place of value um, but you're really lowering your, your, your standards so it's, it's time to step up you know raise your standards expect something different from yourself really push yourself to go against that no or that excuse and understand that when you start changing those things the reaction that comes with it everything that follows is something amazing you put the hard work in you're going to develop success there's going to be days that you don't want to do it but those are the days you have to just surrender and go through it mm -hmm. and really create something something different for yourself because that's how you achieve that success that's a great that's a marvelous marvelous mindset because you know what telling yourself that say look you know do saying the things that you said like that that's a weak saying i don't want to do it i'm tired you're being weak stop put yourself pull, call yourself out really and that's what it's about if someone else did that in your presence in your job or in your life or, or one of your kids you'd call them out so take that mindset of calling yourself out and saying you know what i don't want to get up it's cold out it's it's dark out i i, I was up late last night and and I think rather than saying you know rather than I think it's it's about really changing your mentality towards it rather than saying I don't feel like doing this why am I doing this right. I'm going to get up because I'm going to feel better I'm going to get up because this is going to impact my life I'm going to get up because I want adventure I w I'm going to get up because I love myself I'm going to get up for my kids there mm -hmm. has to be a driver bigger than yourself absolutely um, of why you want to do this so you could be successful because if not it's just like any 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 goal that you put in mind you don't follow through you're not going to be successful there's always gonna there's always gonna be excuses there's always going to be obstacles that's just life right and you're faced um, with a whole I, new set of issues when this happens right yeah. the weight starts Absolutely. dropping and then all this other crap starts cop popping up what, what are the some of the issues you had to face Oh my God! I think I think the biggest thing is when you do something, you do a big change in your life, you transform. There's always going to be the naysayers, the the, the one, the people that criticize you Absolutely. for doing what you do. And I got a lot of that because I did everything publicly. I, I I think the best thing that I've done is just be an open book publicly and just let people know exactly what I did, where I did it, whether they love it or not. That's what works for me. Doesn't mean that's going to work for them. Um, I just wanted to walk, like I always say, it's walking in your own authentic truth. Um, putting the reality of what is the ups and the downs um, out there and and at the end of the day, there were some people that supported me and loved everything. And then there's other people that found, found they made their own stories that I sold out to Hollywood, that I transformed my life because I wanted to be a plus-size model. I wanted to lose weight or I wanted to get in t TV. And that might be their truth. And I just started understanding. I mean, it got to the point where people felt that you lost weight, go kill yourself. Yeah, it like was I body shaming, right? And really was, giving you horrible messages. You were sending me horrible messages, like go jump off a bridge and kill yourself for doing that. Wow. And I think the biggest lesson there... Really? Yeah, unbelievable. You have to do things that make you happy. You will always get criticized for everything that you do. It doesn't matter where you're at. Right now, I'm a size 14. I get criticized for still being overweight. Other people, because I lost weight. Other people, because I have white hips. Other people, because I'm not big enough. Now I'm not big enough to model. And, you know, other people, it's like, oh, you know what? You, you've completely changed. You're not beautiful anymore. Other people, you are more beautiful now that you lost weight. So when you're dealing with different mentalities and different personalities, you're going to get a variety of expressions and, right. and, and feelings that come with it. And that's okay as long as you understand why am I doing this 
Am I genuinely happy? Who is this impacting? Is it impacting in a positive way? Is this something that's going to serve me long run? And if if those are all yeses for you and you're genuinely happy, nothing else matters. That's And you know what? I, I read a bunch of articles about you and I watched you on uh, quite a few interviews. And the one thing that I never hear from people who lose weight, and this is how authentic and how genuine you are about your journey, was all the extra loose skin that mm-hmm. I never thought okay. of that never mm-hmm. never yeah. never yeah. and you said you like lived in Spanx right well you know what and, and, and I still do and that's what people don't understand so I, I, I went through the transformation you lose the weight and then you're like yes I've lost the weight and then you have the excess skin right and and then you have a whole set of new 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 I don't I don't like to say problems I like to right. say opportunities because it's really in the way that you see it there is a frustration that comes with that that you that you have to transform and, and really change your mind but now you look at your body in a different sense yes I'm a lot taller yes I'm a lot healthier yes I'm able to do a lot of stuff but now what do I do with all the, the excess skin that I stretched out you know I, I'm grateful that you know the little one girls throughout Mexico was such a blessing and he he helped me get a tummy tuck he removed 22 pounds of excess skin from my abdomen but then that's not just the only place that mm-hmm. I had excess skin I was bottom heavy I have excess skin on my hips on my inner thighs and the back of my arms and nobody is perfect but I I look at, at myself as not wanting to lose momentum and wanting to be the best self that I can be because at the end of the day, it's not who's looking at me. It's what I look, you know, how I look at myself and how I love myself and what's going to make me feel better. So, you know, living in Spanx was really, really rough the first part because it's not that, that you want to just be in Spanx. It's that you have to be in Spanx because you're dealing with rashes. You're dealing with, with loose skin. Um, it hurts. It's painful. You, there's a lot of stuff that comes with it that people don't understand. And it's a taboo that nobody wants to talk about. That's it. And, and when I read that you talked about it, I was like, you know what? Holy. And, and believe me when I say, I've had four kids. So my weight has gone up and down and up and down and up and down. And I've lived the biggest part of my life in the gym. But when you've had kids, you get that belly stretch of having the, the woman pouch or whatever they call it of having kids and all of us have it i've known people that are thick thin and people that are overweight and we all have it and it you that's something that is really a mind it really messes with your mind so i can't even imagine a woman as yeah. a woman, it messes with our mind because we're in a society that has certain expectations because of TV, entertainment, magazines, um, social media is constantly impacting our mind on the way that we should look with filters, with um, photoshopping, a way that we should look cellulite-free. And therefore, we start comparing our lives to other people's lives. And then that, now we feel that we're not good enough. We're not we're living the way that we should. Oh, look at what that person looks like. That's the way I should look like. And that's not the truth. We come in a variety of packages, looks, um, ages, um, ethnic backgrounds. And I think we should be celebrating just for being women because being a woman is not the easiest thing we are tough just for being women right right 100 there's there's no way of having the perfect body nobody in this world has the perfect body um but i think there's nothing wrong with wanting to be your best version Mm -hmm. i i I also don't believe with that so i i believe that there's nothing wrong with wanting the best version that you can be um through working out through taking care of your body and for me you know what no i don't want to have loose skin that doesn't make me feel sexy and that's okay that's my truth some uh, someone might judge me for that but that's my own truth i want to repair everything that i did to myself because nobody did it it was me who did it i I did that to myself i overate i went through the journey for whatever reason it was in that moment that's where that's where i was in my life and it's taught me so much um now on my relationship with food my relationship with myself on how i deal with my emotions the negativity how i deal with problems in my life instead of going for food you go for exercise you start replacing those those negatives with positives and things that are going to reinforce your life but really the transformation has been one that has been sweat, tears, and pain. It's been full of criticism, but you know what? It's made me the woman that I am today. It's made me much stronger. It's made me find a place of happiness and true authenticity and higher values and higher standards. And I think that's the place where we have to really align ourselves. If you're in alignment, everything falls into place. And really, Rosie, you're such a genuine, genuine voice for empowerment. I mean, you're featured in Cosmo. You've been in People, the New York Post, just to name a few. You're you're on the talk show as a guest host for The Doctors, your special correspondent on the Dr. Phil show. You are in a you have a voice of empowerment and your honesty, your raw courage to say the things that you say just really just drew me right to you because you are that authentic. And I think that it helps so many women around the world to hear someone who is genuinely in a in the public eye in you know glamour magazines you you you're absolutely stunning i mean you're just gorgeous and you'll you'll talk about it you don't care yeah i it sucked and i did it and i continue to do it and i love that fact 
And you know what? I, I think if, if we could just come to a place where we all we all have our special talents, we all have our story, if as women we could feel empowered to share the good and the bad, we will find not only that we're able to connect with other people, but we will feel, feel that burden, that, that weight that we carry, because everybody carries that. It gets so heavy. And you just learn to release it and kind of let go and move forward. And just understand that we are women. Life happens. Problems happen. Good things happen. Um, and that it, life is a roller coaster. And you got you got to roll with it and just, just enjoy it and understand that there's ups, there's downs. But if we could be just genuine of where we are you know what i'm having a good day or today you know what i'm not having the best day but you know what i'm i'm gonna surrender i'm gonna keep going um we're women we're human beings and we're emotional beings and 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 if we could just really just start walking in that truth life really changes and what you put out comes right back so i really believe in just being honest um and and sharing the story because i as i heal everything that i've gone through um, I feel that, you know, I have the opportunity by sharing my story. Other people get to heal and maybe find the light. Right. Sometimes we walk yeah. in darkness and we just need someone to shed a little bit of light or give us that helping hand or be that invitation for someone to walk into their own greatness. I think Sometimes that's you great. just need someone to believe in you or share that story of saying, oh, my God, I thought I was alone. And no, I'm here with you. you I know, understand so you. True. I feel the emotions. Yep. And I've, I've had friends and, I, you know, I have friends in the industry, in the fashion industry, and they've said to me that a few very top supermodels, they were like, oh, they have cellulite. And you're like, what? Wait, yeah. I've never seen that. They do? Yeah. And like, it, it, like, you, like, and, and I'm in the, I've been in, you know, entertainment my entire life. So being dumb, I'm like, duh, of course, Photoshop. But I think you never think about it when you look at, you're just so mind washed. You're so yeah. brainwashed to look at those magazines and go, yep, that's what she looks like. Wow. That's awesome. And and that's not what it is. And I think we're in an age where, you know, body positivity is really taking a leap in such a great direction where we're really showcasing on social media because just imagine as women, as mothers, we get impacted by that and that comparison, you know, automatically we're dealing with that. But just imagine the younger generation, the younger girls that are growing up with that, how much their life is going to change by watching that. And if we don't step up and, and, and talk about the honest truth and what we honestly look like and how we honestly feel, then how do we expect our, you know, our kids to grow up in, in, in any way making that's positive right. decisions or having positive self-esteem or, or love for themselves. It's mm-hmm. just something that's going to create more and more problems in the future. So I hold the responsibility now as a mother, but as a human being to walk in authentic truth. And that's, it's talking about authentic beauty and the beauty really radiates from within. Yeah, so and if true. you can just mm-hmm. walk in that, it's a responsibility that we don't only owe to us, but we owe to our children. And as, as we imp- impact and leave a legacy behind, it's not only our families, it's the people that surround us. You're right. And these young girls, Rosie, like you just said, they grew up with social media. They grew up with television. They grew up with magazines. They grew up with all this. So their expectations are different than what they should be. And you're, you you're know, changing you that. Girls. You got younger girls doing, you got younger girls already going into the uh, cosmetic surgeons and, and trying yes. to breast implants and, and all that. And look, I don't have any a problem with cosmetic surgery when it's to repair, when it's to become better. Do you, do you understand? Understand. But if there's nothing, but if there's nothing wrong, don't fix it. Love it. Right, and I just right, see right. a lot of women that they're, they, a lot of younger girls are looking at their bodies like, okay, I could do this, I could do that, and I could... You know, learn, learn to love yourself. I think cosmetic surgery is a wonderful thing. For me, it was a blessing. It took 22 pounds of excess skin. 22 pounds. Of excess skin that I had on my body and transform it. Do I have stretch marks on my stomach? I still do. Do I have a big scar on my stomach? Absolutely. But those are battle scars that I always look right. and remember of what my journey of what I went through to get to where I'm at. And I'll always come from a place of appreciation instead of a place of rejection for my body. That is so true. And, and now, wait, you just put out a book. Your book was just released? I'm sorry? You, was your book just released? No, my book will be released next year. Yeah, okay. I wasn't sure if it was, it was still in the process. And give us, can you give us a glimpse into what, what the book is about? It's about it's about life. It is about inspiration. It's about, you know, life. We all have our story, and it's about sharing it. It's not just about being a model. It's about being a woman. And the things that you go through, love the things that you go through as, as a mother, what I've gone through as a mother, as a, as a plus model, as a correspondent, um, the struggles of growing up, the struggles of criticism. And it's, it's really a place of inspiration and true stories where I just talk about the raw truth of everything that I've gone through, the pain and the successes and how I got there. But more than anything, the inspiration of keep moving forward. Even if you don't feel like it, even if you're crying, even if you're in pain, 
do not stop. Just keep walking forward, surrender, and, and really learn to love yourself and not pay attention to what anybody else has to say. And um, it really, I wanted to serve as an inspiration and as an awakening for women to be fearless, walk into their own truth, um, find their passions, and just really go after what their life purpose is. And that, that for me is the biggest intention. If I could create that inspiration and leave that legacy behind through my truths and what I've learned, then you know what? I'm in a place of fulfillment. And that for me means the world. Well, we think it, it, you're amazing and what you've been through is amazing. But more than that, your voice and the fact that you're willing to share and your life is such an open book is just phenomenal. And it's going to help so many women. You have also other things coming up in the future. Give us a glimpse into the rosy future. Oh, my God. The rosy future is amazing. Um, Yay! It's amazing. Working working in TV in English and Spanish has been such a blessing. I'm proud to be Latina, proud to be bilingual. Um, It just gives me a bigger platform to be able to not only talk to my story, talk about my story, but to really inspire women and and create that change. Like I said, leave that legacy behind. Um, I think that's what life is about. Um, The book is coming out. I have a collection of dresses that's coming out as well um, at the beginning of next year. Um, Dresses for all sizes. It's not just plus sizes. I'm talking about all sizes because I have been anywhere from a size 10 all the way up to a size 36. So to be able to share that part of of, of me and to be able to have walked all that journey, understand what she's, each size represents to me and um, how it feels, I just really feel that we should just be celebrated as women. So to be able to dress all body types for me has been something that has been an amazing journey, uh, a great learning adventure, and a great privilege to do. Um, with that as well, work, working with the doctors, you know, I, I have the open door as being a, a correspondent and a host for them, and and that for me has been, you know, I was told I would never make it into TV because of my size and my looks and my ethnic background, and and for me it's been such a wonderful experience to say, I've gotten to this point, what's next? So, you know, the future the future looks amazing. I'm really excited to be able to work in TV in English and Spanish, um, work with women, empowerment events, speaking events throughout the U.S. Have, has been um, amazing as well. Um, I have lots of conferences that I'm booked for next year. We're, it, we're really going to talk about being a fearless woman and looking at fear in the face and walking through it. That's and amazing. It and not letting us hold us back from our biggest potential, from our biggest life purpose, and more than anything, from our true happiness. Because how many times does fear get in the way from you living a life full, full of love or full of purpose or full of success? Just because in our mind we, we create all these excuses or all, all these, um, we deal with all these rejections and, and we just don't know how to deal with the fear and anxiety. And if we don't direct it, it's going to direct our lives and the decisions that we make. So being able to really talk on that, on body positivity and being a fearless woman for me has been something something amazing that I've gotten to hear so many stories and just really connect with so many women and, and pay it forward. That is so great. And I have to ask you, your 17-year-old daughter must be just like in all of you, right? I mean, you she's got to be growing up just one kick-ass young lady because you're you're brave and you're out there. Does she, does she get involved in any of this or not really? You know, for the first time she's actually getting involved, she's opening her blog. Um, she is going into fashion blogging and Excellent. she's going, she loves makeup. So she's really using that as a powerful tool. She's an incredible creative artist. Um, she is going into her own journey blogging. She's 17 years old. Um, but the biggest thing I think is, is she's dealt with the criticism. Um, she's going through her own weight loss journey. She started, she is a beautiful size 24. And one of the things that I've gotten criticized as a mother, and I don't know if you've ever dealt with this, but being criticized when you are plus size yourself, you go through weight loss, and then what, what happens with your kids? You get bombarded and hit and criticized and slammed. Why have you lost weight and why haven't your kids lost weight? Exactly. And, I, right. and, and that has, like, parents... The Kills backlash you. that has yep. come come back to me because of that um, has been such a learning experience for her because I have to be in support of when she is ready to do it. Right. Teach her the tools of what I've done because right. I wasn't ready to do it until four years ago. Right, right, right. And, that, and I was I was 33 years old, and my parents have always pushed me, be healthy, be healthy, be healthy, push me forward. But it's what, people need to understand with your kids, especially with your teenagers, they have to be ready for that step, and you have to be there to support them and guide them. And she's ready for that step on her own because when it, when you push your kids to do it, they're not going to do it. The first thing you tell them don't do is the first thing that they go do. Absolutely. <laughs> you so got she it. Has, 
Yeah, she has really learned to not only embrace who she is, but really understand the importance of health, not size, the importance of health and vitality. And I'm really proud of her for making those those, those changes. And, and, and being she's going to walk her own journey. She's sharing. And she's going to start sharing her own journey on her weight loss and her transformation and what it means for her to, to, be, to step into a healthy life. Wow, we're really proud of her because that's, that's as you're saying, as a parent, and I, I'm so in tune to this too, because what happens is people look at you and then look at your children and they think well why didn't you do this or why didn't you do that and as a parent if you start jamming something down their throat that you're doing trying to push it onto them they look at it like you're pushing it onto them even though in your mind and heart you're doing to help them because you love them they look at it like wait whoa whoa that's what you're doing I don't want to do that so letting her be her own person is awesome you know what? You at some point you have to step back, especially when they're teenagers, as a parent, and let them make their own decisions. Right. At the, and they're going to screw up along the way, but you have to be there for them. So allowing her to make that decision to step in her to her own truth and and get ready for that, for that for herself. I don't want her growing up where, you know, I'm constantly telling you have to lose weight, you have to lose weight, you have to lose weight. No, let's change the verbiage on that. Let's change the mentality on that. You know, I want you to get healthy. I want you to get healthy. I want you to get healthy. It doesn't represent a number on the scale. It doesn't represent a certain size. What it represents is vitality and freedom of movement and health. But you're right. It's 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 about being healthy. It's about about their own journey and making them comfortable with the, what they're doing. Um, I have Tough Mother Lisa and Tough Mother Gail, and I each want to ask you a question before we let you go because I know you've got to get running. Go, Tough Mother Lisa, go ahead. Well, first of all, I said to Karen, is she coming in the studio and sitting next to me? Because she is stunning. Yeah. You really are so, so beautiful. Thank you. So I'm Tough Mother Lisa, and here is what I just wanted to bring up. I don't know if it's so much a question, but so many times mental weight is almost harder than physical weight, which everybody experiences. So um, what I I see happening for you, too, and with with this journey you've been on is, is helping the bullying that's going on because that is one of the first things the kids get bullied for, being overweight. Yeah. You know, or maybe their looks are different, or maybe their ethnicity is not welcome to where they're going to school. And I just want to commend you on that because I just think that we're all contracted here to do something. We all have a purpose, and I'm so happy to have heard you, listened to you, knowing your purpose is to do this, and I cannot wait for your book to come out. So I just want to wish you all Aww. the success in the world. And you, this interview came at a perfect time. That's all I'm going to say. (laughs) Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You know what? We live in a society that's full of criticism, and I think it's, it's, you know, that's that's just the reality of it. So if we could empower women to stand up, be fearless, understand who they are, and really just raise their standards and respect and love themselves, nothing else is going to matter. But Mm -hmm. you know what? Someone has to lead the way. Someone has to be the light. And someone has to let them know that it's okay to say no. It's okay to love yourself. And it's okay to be successful. And somebody and has to be brave, need, and you, you certainly need, are. That's yeah, true. and you don't have you don't need anybody's validation to live your life. Right, and, and, and tough mother Gail, life is good. Uh, I know you put in a lot of work and mentally and and um, physically. How do you replenish your spirit? Ah, that's a good one. Question. Replenish your spirit. One of the things that I absolutely celebrate small victories, not by going to, to the restaurant and eating food, because before I used to celebrate any victory by going to the restaurant with friends. <laughs> celebrating victories for me, um, weight loss has, has transformed my life. So celebrating not only in weight loss, but successes that I've created, whether it's the clothing line or connecting with someone amazing and just having a breakthrough. Mm-hmm. Um, Celebrating victories along the way. I think the celebration is very important, whether it's 10 pounds, whether it's a book launch, whether it's being, having a great day with your kids, whether it's accomplishing all your goals throughout the day off, off your vision board, um, your to-do list. I think it's about celebrating those small victories in a way that you feel good about yourself, whether it's taking care of yourself, doing something that you've never done before, having a bucket list. That, for me, is important. Second, I have to have me time. My me time is going to the gym. You block everything out. Um, and it's for you, that one hour for you where you're able to revitalize, your, to put your, 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 your focus on your heart and just come from a place of gratitude and just say, you know what, thank you. I'm taking care of me. I feel good. Um, taking care of my body, what I eat, um, treating myself that way, whether it's the spa massages. Mm-hmm. It's just doing those little things. And then at the end of the day is understanding why I do what I do. Right. And, and if you have the why, then you're never going to give up and you're never going to be unhappy. You'll go through you'll go through life surrendering to things that happen, but you'll, it'll keep you, the motivation going. And as you see the victories come, the celebration comes, and it just keeps you 
it, it helps you from not losing momentum. Mm-hmm. The moment we lose momentum is the moment we lose everything. That's right. Mm-hmm. Well, Rosie Mikado, you are one tough mother, and you rock the entire way. And we want to thank you so much for being on our show. We can't wait for you to come to New York so we can meet with you. And uh, we got to get your address because mail manager mom needs to send you a one tough mother T-shirt. <laughs> That's <laughs> that. Boom, 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 you win. But thank you, Rosie. Thank you for everything. Best of luck to you. We look forward to seeing you on the doctor. We look forward to seeing you on um, Dr. Phil's show and everything that you do. And please just keep us abreast of what's going on. And we're here to support you. And when your book comes out, come on back and see us. Oh, please do. Please do. Thank you, ladies. Ladies, congratulations on what you guys are doing, breaking those barriers, empowering women, and just really using this platform to really showcase empowering stories. So thank you so much for that. Keep going. You guys are awesome. Be fearless. And you know what? Once again, from from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Anything I could always do for you guys, I'm here for you. Much love, Rosie. Have a good one. Much love. Bye. And we'll be right back. The One Tough Mother Podcast. Real talk with amazing women who have worked their way to the top and want to share their real life lessons with you. And we're back and we have Tough Mother Lisa with Headlines and Headaches. And this week it is sponsored by Number 7 Makeup and Skincare. And guess where they're sold? Walgreens, Dwayne Reed's, and a couple. Now, not many people know that we do that. we do our show from New York, so some of this is going to be. So here it is. I found this little gem. Everybody in the room knows I love, 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 love makeup, and this is something. Number seven makeup and skin. It's owned by a company called Boots in the UK. Okay, and it's the UK's leading pharmacy-led health and retailer, which is now a big deal. All the, you know, all the drugstores are selling the makeup. They created the Walgreens Boots Alliance, which was ranked number one in the food and drug store industry of Fortune Magazine, 2017's list of world's most admired companies. The reason I say that is with cosmetics going, prices shooting in Mm -hmm. the retail stores, Mm -hmm. all the drugstores chains are really, really hopping on this. So, TotalBeauty.com Reader's Choice Award, standout drugstore brand for 2016. I use their foundation, and what did you say about my lipstick? I love her lipstick. You it's have to, number it, seven. I will exactly look up the shade said. for you. It's gorgeous. I use the foundation, nice and light, covers everything. They got products from eye masks, eye gel, serums. Really? Found every, everything, and then the kitchen sink is thrown in with what they have. And now... The makeup, mascara, eyeshadow, palettes, which are awesome, blush, and it just goes on. And the price, most products are literally, literally half the price of the major beauty brands that are sold in department so stores such expensive. as Nordstrom's and yeah. Macy's and, you it's know, Lord & Taylor. Too. It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah, you go to all those counters. It's Where do the, I go first? Right. No, it, go it to is. Walgreens. They've got everything right there in the section. There's so much to talk about them. Uh, they also have an alliance where they're really on a global mission. So for more information, go to Walgreens.com. Go to Boots, U-S.Boots, B-O-O-T-S.com for more info on this amazing brand. Unbelievable. Love them. Okay, so unfortunately, we start off on not a great note. You know, if um, you had heard, there was a terror in New York City downtown on the bike path. First, as always, our strength, our prayers, our love, and hope to all the families who were affected by this horrific event. Saifulo Saipov from Uzbekistan plowed into bicyclists and pedestrians in Lower Manhattan. Eight people were killed and 11 injured. New York City officer Ryan Nash shot Mm. and apprehended him and was just highly commended for his fast action. Just some quick info on it because I don't want to spend too much, much time on it. This guy was 29 years old, lived in Patterson with a wife and two kids, came to the United States in 2010. Originally from Florida, he had a Florida's driver's license. He passed all background checks because he was an Uber driver for six months. No criminal record. Went in, rented a Home Depot. Home Depot truck in Passaic, New Jersey. He had his license, his insurance card, and a credit card. And apparently, that's all you really need. There was a note in the truck that claims the attack was done in the name of ISIS. Now, what not many people know, Mm. and I need to bring this to everyone's attention. Back in 2014, an ISIS spokesperson actually called for lone wolf attacks using improvised weaponry, which that's exactly what this is. Mm. You buy a truck, you drive it into a crowd. So everyone, please keep your eyes and ears open, please. And now more than ever, if you see something... Say something. If you see something, say something. But I also must add, as in true New York fashion, that Halloween parade went on. It went on. And it rocked, baby. It went on. Yeah, it rocked. Yeah. 
It rocked. So now, social media mania with Russia. I bring this up because it is, it's out of control. I had to go here. Facebook said over 126 million Americans may have seen roughly 80,000 published posts from Russian operative over the last two years. Twitter found roughly over 2,700 accounts linked to Russian operatives. And Google, not to be left out, found roughly $4,700 in Russian-linked ad spending during the 2016 presidential election. All are preparing. I'm sorry. All are appearing before congressional committees this week. Everything from you can vote from home, oh, text your yeah. vote to mm-hmm. info on where Trump and Clinton stood on issues and specific events. Some of the tweets were actually retweeted by the president and Hillary Clinton herself. The question is: since both candidates were targeted by positive and negative info. The question is, did Russia want to disrupt the election or influence it with disinformation? I'm sure much more is going to come out about this. There's a lot that's going to so, come out. Yes. Um, now, for more Halloween stuff, I thought this was great. Halloween was this week and lots of tricks and treats, but a trick that really wasn't so great. First, Good Morning America did it up with their superheroes theme, including oh. Robin Roberts as a fierce Wonder Woman, Michael Strahan as Thor, and Lavis Spencer, Lavis Spencer as a very, very sexy black widow. Today's show did it up with country music artists, and some even got to sing with them. So Hoda dresses up as Blake Shelton, and then he walks out, and she's singing. Megan Kelly dresses up as Shania Twain, Shania walks out, and she's singing with her. Now, I found the funniest one, Kelly and Ryan. Oh, my God. They did so many costume changes, it was crazy. But by far the best was the persona reverse. Kelly is Ryan. Ryan is Kelly. It was the funniest thing. I told Google this. Go to YouTube and find it. It's hilarious. Now for the trick that wasn't. I bet he made a good Kelly. I think he did, too. He made a great Kelly. And she... She was a great ride. It was the the same size in my mind. Yeah, body size. Oh, I got to see that. I got to look. You got. You gotta. Now, Wendy Williams. Oh my God. God bless her. Wendy Williams on her show dresses up as Lady Liberty and literally fainted on live television. Did you see it? Did you see it? No, no. I didn't see and it you know, live. I, but I know Wendy, and I've been to her oh, show, and I've been in her studios, and she's the greatest baby. woman. But I'm telling you, it had to have been the heat of the camera. No, the heat I think of the she said she got overheated. Yeah, well, but yes. she, I mean, she went down like a stone. It was. I saw the video, was, and what happened was, oh. yeah, the lights, the makeup, and the heaviness actually of the costume. But she is a trooper. After she, commercial she break, what she, she do? Back, she came right, right back, back and she said, "I just needed some water and electrolytes." Right back, I'm right like, back on it. Right on, back right at back. you, baby. Okay, so I decided to change it up a little bit. Oh, pregnancy yeah. apps that answer your questions. Oh God. Okay, so I think this is important. We don't talk well, enough to the to the moms. Okay. You're right. So whether you are a four time mom or a first time mom, check these out. Baby bag helps you stay organized and prepared into the weeks and days leading up to your due date. Uh-oh. Another one which any woman could benefit from, but for pregnancy especially, pregnancy pelvic floor plan. These that's are the actual one. names no, of the a apps, people. One. A must-have. Childbirth can affect your pelvic floor strength, which you need to avoid incontinence and pain during sex. Mm-hmm. This app offers advice, how-tos, and reminders that will keep your pelvic floor's health top that's of mind, That's a very baby. big deal. It, ve- it, it is a big very deal. much it is. is. Um, Ovia Pregnancy Tracker and Baby Countdown app. This is perfect for the mom-to-be with a million questions, thousands of tips and articles to browse, and, get this, a function to look up if any symptoms or changes are normal, which I think first-time moms get scared with that stuff, you know? Next one, Totally Pregnant. This app is as much a health tracker as it is a hub for excellent advice. Totally Pregnant helps you log your progress, schedule your checkups, and even calculate your due date, all the while flagging tips and recommendations tailor-made for you and where you are in your pregnancy. I mean, really, like, if my mother had this, maybe I would have turned out a little differently. (laughs) I don't know. Sorry, Mom, but I love you. (gasps) Mommy Meds. Pregnancy safety guides. I can say that with all the talk about drugs and prescription drugs being in the in the news now, this is something every expecting mother I think should get. With all the attention on medication these days, mm-hmm. based on years of research from Texas Tech University, this app will put your medication concerns at ease. Search a drug by its name or scan its barcode in the app to find out if it's safe to take while pregnant. That's good. Mommy Meds even covers non-prescription drugs and vitamins, which a lot of people don't know. Some vitamins do not, not mix with medicine. That's right. So breaking down each product's safety by trimester. 
That's a great that's idea. A that's great isn't that one. amazing? That's a good one. That you think you're doing I the think right thing amazing. by taking tons of vitamins and yeah, you don't you gotta know. Be yeah, that's good. I got to just throw this in really quick. You can go to wallstreetjournal.com for more info on this. But one of their reporters tried to fool the new iPhone X with the facial recognition. What do you mean? She put on her regular glasses. It worked. She put on. Sunglasses, it worked. She put on a Groucho Marx mustache. It didn't work. Oh. And then it got tripped up when she put identical triplets on. So I'm not, <laughs> let me just preface, I am not sure of all the info. So go to the website, Wall Street Journal website, to find out more. God's sake, the phone, just be a phone. Oh, I, I don't want anything recognizing my face. No. Yeah, I don't no. either. And let me, so they're not phones. They're home, they're computers what? that can make a phone call. I, know, I wish they'd stop saying smartphones. They're not. They're a computer that makes a call. Do right. you want a phone that every time you look at it no, recognizes who the hell you are? Yes. No. You do? I mean, no. no. Sorry. Yeah. No. <laughs> All right, Chickadita's and uh, boys. Sir. 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 I got my quickies. To serve with love. To serve with love. I got my quickies. It's none of our business. And it just (laughs) doesn't stop with the harassment. It's not just Harvey Weinstein and James Toback harassment horror, but now more allegations with Kevin Spacey, who we all know did something so stupid. And now there's more allegations coming out about him. As a result, Netflix has suspended the filming of House of Cards, which is killing me because I love that show. They were canceling it anyway. They're taking advantage of this. Oh, really? A little insider information here from Seth. They're finishing their last season. Okay. They were anyway, so. All right, well, Jeremy. Well, for uh, Kevin Spacey, just real quick, uh, being gay and being a pedophile are two different things. Just to say, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. just saying, okay? Yeah, just saying. Just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Thank, Thank you, you very much. And you putting it. them in the same tweet, not good. Yeah, not yeah, good. I agree. But somebody wrote, uh, this is the first time anyone ever came out in a bad, a yeah. bad time to come out. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like, he, he invented the bad time to come out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like he associated the two as if yeah. they're connected. Well, right. everybody, I thought everybody knew he was out. No, everybody knew he was He kind gay. of alluded to it nobody in other conversations. Gay. Everybody knew he was but, out. Yeah, nobody right. ever said it. And it was like when Clay Aiken came out. I was like, yeah, surprise. Oh, yeah, right. What? Okay, <laughs> so now next up in the harassment, Jeremy Piven is accused of assault on the sex of entourage. Listen, Ugh. it's rampant. Okay, let me get through this, girls, because really, it's I'm just so sick of harassment. So J-Lo and A-Rod, again, known as J-Rod, oh, are on the cover <laughs> of Vanity Fair and spilling their romance secrets. And can you guess what one of them are? We are very much twins. Apparently, they're very happy. So I am happy for them, but they're very much alike. Starbucks holiday cups are out with a color it yourself message. Oh, I think that's so cute. I think that's wonderful. So now you can take your coffee cup and color it with those pencils yourself. Roger Federer, who I just, oh God, makes my heart go pitter-patter. He's awesome. At 36, is playing tennis like a 26-year-old and said his mind and body will tell him when to retire. And I personally hope that is never... He's a beast on that court. Oh, that's you're not you. kidding. The doll's better. Oh, stop. oh, I love Rafa. I do. Please. Yeah. No need to wait for the Black Friday any longer. Between Walmart, Target, and eBay and Amazon, prices are already at holiday ready to buy. And once again, Amazon's in the news. You can now return things for free at Kohl's and Whole Foods for free. What do you mean? Like, you that did, that you just saved it? Kohl's. Let me just yeah. tell you. That just saved Kohl's. You're not kidding. Story. You are not kidding. So you just bring your... If you you, you buy something just... on Amazon. So I bought my Halloween costume on Anything. Amazon last year. Well, they didn't specify. All right. Because they say Whole Foods always took their food back. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then... Last but not least, the double elimination this week on Dancing with the Stars shocked everybody, including the judges. It was not. Nikki Bella and Vanessa Lachey both went home. So Vanessa's just decided to snuggle with her three kids now. Yeah, I'm not, you know, I usually am a huge Dancing with the Stars I Well, you as there. a dancer, I yeah, would think, yeah. I'm sitting this season out. I don't know what happened. I wasn't yeah, that happy I know what either. Happened. Bring Derek back. Can you bring Derek back? Bring and Julie, Derek yeah. back. Who's and Derek? Derek Huff. Yeah, he's Derek Huff, Huff. He's and Juliana the, Huff. Yes, he's one of the pros. He's but he's doing amazing stuff. But Derek, I really miss you on this season. I'm just uh, all right, that's all I got. Oh, that's yeah. it. Okay, then we've got when we get back, we're gonna have uh, Gail because mail's in. Mail's, mail's in. in. Gail with the mail. The Gail with Talk the mail. About, in the meantime, Seth, who's Derek? Uh, we'll be we'll be back. The shows just run their course. Yeah, don't they? thank you. He's yeah. awesome. He's an amazing choreographer. Uh, let it go. Let it go. Yeah, let it go. The One Tough Mother Podcast. Real talk with amazing women who have worked their way to the top and want to share their real life lessons with you. And we're back and we got... 
Tough mother gale with the mail. Mail's in. Mail's in. All right. And it's sponsored by number seven makeup. Lisa's wearing that lipstick, I tell you. It looks great. It looks great. Thank you. First one we have is Leah from Leah. Dear OTM, I'm scared for my friend Ashley. She's 17 and dating a 22-year-old guy. Her parents are okay with it, so that's not the problem. The problem is that she's set on growing up. She calls her boyfriend her husband already, and they plan to get married when she turns 18. She has stopped trying so hard in school, and her straight A's are slowly dropping. She also will not be filling out college applications. She says that she does not need to go to school or do well because her husband will provide for her and she doesn't need to work. She's even talking of dropping out of high school before her senior year is up because they'll be married. She's a very smart girl and could make something out of herself, for sure. I'm worried this plan will go through and then quickly fall apart. And what will she have done? What will she have down the road? She won't be a high school graduate. She'll not have any college knowledge and will not have a job. I've told her she must still provide a life for herself because she deserves it, but she is very bullheaded. I'm a few years older than her, so I can see how bad this looks for her. I've even spoken to her parents in private, but they don't seem worried. Why am I the only one worried about this? I could scream. Leah. You know what? I would scream being her mother. I don't understand the parents here. I don't either, but, but maybe it is that the parents, maybe they have, she must be seeing this somewhere. She must be seeing this somewhere to feel that, like this is okay. Yeah, she wants maybe, to be taken care of. I don't understand that. I don't understand it either. But maybe that's what what maybe that's the relationship her parents have. Well, girls, do you did anybody ever like think they fell deeply head over heels in love in high school? Because I did. If you guys haven't, it's it's so ridiculous. You think you can conquer the world because you don't know what the world is. Mm. It sounds like this girl on her own is just so in love we don't know anything about the guy she's not really telling us if he's pushing her to do this or not but just having those hormones going into effect and everything happening in high school as you're turning you think it's going to be Cinderella syndrome and I agree with that but we're her parents well that's her parents but I'm just trying to give a little insight as to why she's feeling this no I agree that that could be why she feels like that but why are her parents going wait whoa you can get married in four or five years from now Go to college, make something of yourself, you'll thank us later, give it a shot. Why aren't they being parents? I think that probably because that is their relationship. She must be seeing it somewhere. See, we don't know. Yeah, you we know? should. We Seth, what do you think? Well, yeah, maybe, could, she, maybe this person could talk to her boyfriend or something and say, can you, can you talk some sense into her? Oh, God. I, well, I no, don't think that's this happening. Looks like they're in, the, this 22-year-old looks like he, they're engaged is what it sounded like. She must be getting married. and. I don't know. This is we need more information. Yeah, actually we do need some more information. Going back to the interview that we had today with Rosie, remember, when your parents say don't do this, the kids do it. So we don't really know. The parents said to the girl they don't they don't seem to be upset, but mm. maybe there are. You're right. We need more information mm-hmm. because if the parents start going you can't, you can't, you can't, she's going to yes I can, yes I can, yes I can. That's just what happens I, to teenagers. I don't know. It's 17 if my daughter came home and said, "You know what, ma?" I think I'm going to be with Joe Blow forever, and I love him, and I'm calling him my husband, and I'm pretty much done with school. What mm. do you think? I'd be like, I think you're not leaving the house. Right. Mm. I mean, I hate to be honest, but at some point you have to parent. You can't be their friend, especially in teenage years. That's the job. Be a parent first, and you can, they can be your friends when, you know, when they're 30. Yeah. Yeah, so um, we, you know what, Leah? We need more information. We need more information about our parents and, and maybe some more information about... This uh, 22-year-old boyfriend of hers that's ready to take care of her. I don't know. Let us know, Leah, what happens. And again, if you have any questions ever, you want to know about, you know, life, kids, work, anything you have, we have a a wealth of people that we can speak to. We try to help the best way. We call it good old-fashioned motherly advice. Mm -hmm. Write us. Go to onetoughmother.com. Write us a letter. We'll, we'll hash it out for you. And not that our opinions are always golden. However, this gives you a second, third, fourth, and fifth opinion that you can listen to and draw from your own conclusions. Go ahead, Gailey Poo. All right. Well, here we go. Next one. Okay. Richard. <laughs> Dear One Tough Mother, a friend of mine is a hairdresser and has a salon out of her home. Once or twice I've gone to her but have ended up with terrible haircuts. Truth is, the word in the neighborhood is she's not very good at her job. She keeps asking me to come down to her house for a haircut, in which I tell her I've been going to the same salon for years and I'm happy where I go. 
she doesn't get it she'll point out that we have friends and jokes and who can be who can beat the half price haircut i've left i'm left speechless sometimes and tell her maybe next time i don't have the heart to tell her she's not good at her job most of her clients are older ladies that get the tight perms or their short hair trimmed i really don't know what to tell her help Ah, I would be flipping out. <laughs> I mean, you're like, I'd be like, well, uh, 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 I don't know. It's like one of those things that you're like, you're faced with it and you're caught. Why don't you come on down and have a haircut? You're like, uh, I, I think she's doing the right thing. Stick to that story. I've been going for years. <laughs> That's what I would do. I just, you know, it's, tell her you, you're, you're very sensitive about who puts their hands in your hair. You tell her you're superstitious. <laughs> tell her any. I'm. You know, tell her you think it's voodoo. I don't tell her something. Just make sure she doesn't get her hands in your. Yeah, because nobody. Everybody hates a bad haircut. Listen. My dad used to say, "You know what the difference between a good haircut and a bad haircut is?" Seth, you know, like ten dollars, two weeks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> here's here's the other thing, though. She could always say. Okay, if I do this, suppose I don't like my haircut. No matter what that girl comes back with, she's like, you know what? I love you more. Our friendship matters more to me that's than a good stupid one. haircut. Oh, that's so true. I like that. That's yeah. good. That's, that's good. That, yeah, I def- that's a good one, Lisa. Yeah. You don't have to tell her that she sucks. You just <laughs> <laughs> I, I've seen your haircuts. Yeah, yeah I think I'll pass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, truthful. Yeah, sometimes there is a time that, that you, the nice little white lies welcome yes that was good lisa thank you too okay uh we've got stuck oh this is interesting dear mother why can't i lose weight i have struggled with my weight for so long and i'm depressed over it i don't eat a ton i swear and i work in the shipping department of a company so i'm always on my feet all almost all day i've tried everything everything so why won't the weight come off you know what, sometimes, and I just had this question, actually a friend of mine was talking about their daughter, and she's like, she doesn't eat a lot, I don't understand it. It's not always how much, it's what. what? Mm-hmm. It's what you eat. Processed foods, foods in a bag, foods, convenience foods, they don't seem like volume, but it's what's in them. It's not only that, if, you know, I watch Biggest Loser a lot too, and when people don't eat their bodies shut down mm-hmm. so in your body's if your body's not moving like you know if a car doesn't have gas it stops so you consider food like gas if you don't if you're not feeding your body your body's not going to burn anything and it's that's it, true there's very stress true. there's stress involved i would say this person go to a nutritionist yeah. and get a trainer and, you know and just get some get some because sometimes people think they know what they're doing and they really don't that's true so try to like learn be educate yourself into the right things to do also learn about relieving stress Right. I'd also yeah. go to the doctor because sometimes it's a thyroid yeah, issue. Me. Sometimes sure. it's a yeah. medical issue. Get some blood work done and yeah. make sure it's not a medical issue, you know, on top of whatever else it is. Yeah, and you know what? People say, well, I'm on my feet all day. I understand that, and um, I stand a lot because I have bad sciatica, but here's the deal. you If you are on your feet all day, you are not moving. Right. You can be just right. standing in one place. It has nothing to do with the upright position of standing. It has to be with moving, moving your body, moving your body. So if you are standing in one place or if you're on your feet all day because you work in the shipping department, it it might be such – what I do, I'll just give you a little hint on my elliptical. I go 20 forward, and then your muscles become trained to going forward, and it becomes easy. And right when I hit that 20 forward, I do 20 backwards because then all of a sudden your muscles are going, whoa, wait a minute, wait right. a minute. And then I do 20 forward again. I said, so, you know, move a little bit. Move differently. The more you move, the better you're going to be. She's a monster on that elliptical. Well, you know, I think Seth, Seth's also, you know, you should check your hormones, too, because if we're holding on to stress, you've got that stress hormone that tends to make you cortisol. hold. Cortisol. Yes. It's a cortisol. It makes you hold on to weight. So you need to sort of look at this as a holistic journey and um, try all, all of the things that these lovely ladies have just recommended. Right. And actually, um, Rosie said it in our interview. It's not like an overnight fix. It mm-hmm. takes dedication. Mm-hmm. It takes hard, hard work. It absolutely does. And it took a long time to put a lot of weight on. And it can take, you know, some time to, to get take it off. It oh, yeah. So, you know, like, be kind to yourself and, and push yourself as much as you can to get into the gym or to do whatever you have to do. Mm-hmm. Lisa, you've got... We now have Mother Says, sponsored by Number 7 Makeup and Skincare. Go to Walgreens or Dwayne Reed. It's wonderful. We love them. I love them. And where can we be found? Where are we at, you guys? We are at OneToughMother.com on Facebook, on Instagram, on LinkedIn, on Twitter, 
on now newly podsearch.com. But I really want to stress one toughmother.com. And Go to the site. Yeah. Mother with a U, because it's all about you, because you don't have to be a mother to be one tough mother. mother. That's it, one tough mother. So today, Mother says, is it's both terrifying and amazing, then you definitely should pursue it. If it is both terrifying and amazing, try it. You have to live outside your comfort zone. Nothing in your life changes unless you change. So everybody, think about that. Be kind to one another. Give everybody love. And we'll see you next week. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.